You're listening to Life with Impact. Join us as we continue to rediscover the heart of Jesus together. I remember the first time that my family and I, we heard a police chopper overhead uh, for the very first time. In, in Dayton, Ohio, in the cities and suburbs around Dayton, Ohio, that's not a resource that the police use very often. But out here, it, we've come to find out that it is something that they use more often. Well, the first time we heard it, it, it came with like the, the megaphone and someone in the chopper saying, be on the lookout for this guy who was last seen in the area wearing this. If you see anything, immediately call 911. And we're like, where did we move? Is this the apocalypse? Because this is this is scary. We're kind of scared. But come to find out, it's it's something that they use not only to find somebody that's a fugitive. It's also something maybe to find an, an elderly person who's lost. We've there's there's tons of ways that that helicopter is used for police work. And it made me think. I wonder how many man hours were wasted in Dayton, Ohio, with cops that had a vantage point that were this five or six feet in the air, and the the 360 view that they had is way less than the 360 view that is had from that chopper, especially at nighttime, because at nighttime they have that, they have that huge uh, spotlight that they shine down and it shines on this big area of light or of, of darkness and, it, and you can see so much. I mean, what a vantage point that the chopper creates that we just don't have on the ground. I, I think sometimes that's sort of the vantage point that God has in our life. And we just forget because we only see it from our vantage point, but we have a heavenly father who sees it from a much higher, a much more well-rounded vantage point. One of my favorite things about this series has been my wife and I getting to sit with the pastors and their families, their spouses, and, and just to hear their story about certain things that's happened in their life. When we were putting this series together, me and Jess were out on a walk, and we, we knew enough about each pastor's stories to pull things out that we wanted to ask them to unpack more. And in the unpacking of that, it's been so cool to hear the nuances, the oh my goodnesses, the old crap situations, the what are we doing, or that didn't go the way I thought it was going to go. There's just so many things and it doesn't work out the way that we or that they thought that it was going to work out. And today, Brennan, I think Brennan makes that such a relevant and tangible truth in our lives when he shares his story. There's a couple of passages of scripture. We've actually referenced them a couple of times in this series, but I, I think Brandon does, his story does a great job of, of making that a palatable way to digest the story of God's faithfulness, the story of God's sovereignty. And God's sovereignty is just kind of a, a big way to say he knows what's going on, even when it seems like it's going to make no sense. God has a way of always knowing the plan and always having a plan, never being surprised. There's a, there's a passage of scripture in Proverbs, and that in Proverbs 16, it says that man takes his steps, but but the Lord directs his paths. Meaning, we our vantage point is down here. We can see our steps, but the Lord has got a way of painting out and seeing what this path is ultimately going to lead us into and to direct us towards the things that we didn't know how to prepare for. Another passage of scripture that comes up in this conversation is Romans 8, 28. And that's, that verse of scripture is used so often. At times, if I'm being honest, it's even been used, almost weaponized. That passage of scripture, kind of loosely, if I can remember it, it says, all things work together. For we know that all things work together for the good to those who love God and are called according to his purpose. But here's the thing. If someone's going through a tragedy and you say, it'll work out for good, it's pretty insensitive. It really isn't something that's going to land as like this helpful truth. But what Brennan unpacks in this conversation 
is that it might not make sense now, but if you can hold on, if you can just kind of stay anchored and be try to be faithful in the midst of what you're going through, that God has a way of leading us into a spot that we can't see right now, but his vantage point is opened up way beyond ours, and he's not taking us into something that's going to destroy us. And even though we hit roadblocks and traffic jams and 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 cat- catastrophic events along the way, God's got the plan carved out, and we can trust him because he can see more of our lives than what we can see, and he'll he'll, he'll literally make the way to make it all make sense. And and Brandon's going to share that story now, so let's listen. <laughs> Church! It's you! Seven years! <laughs> so what we're laughing about currently is that we've had to stop to get our facts straight. Uh, yes. Jess and I about crumbled about what... The, I mean, <laughs> trying to remember how many years we were here. Which, by the way, <clears throat> who ended up being right? Dustin. Hey! <laughs> which, by the way, how many times have you heard that in your life? Twice! <laughs> in this room today! <laughs> So, okay, let's get right into it. So, Brendan Fowler, children's pastor extraordinaire at Impact Community Church. And so, we've already said it, we've been here seven years. When I got here seven years ago, different children's pastor, and you were you were volunteering in the children's ministry. So, you've always had a heart. And I know we kind of talked about your story um, at breakfast a little bit today. And you will see that thread kind of going through. But kids has always been, like, a really important thing for you. Uh, whenever that I first got here, I knew uh, Brendan Fowler. Everybody knew that you were going to be a cop, and I'm pretty sure that you, when I got here, did not imagine you'd be sitting here being interviewed as the children's pastor. Mm-hmm. Not a chance. <laughs> yeah, right. Not a chance. So tell us a little bit about. So what? What were you planning to do? What was your goal from you know when you, when I got here? You were 20, and so out of high school, what, what were you doing? What were your plans? Yeah, so uh, it all started with my my best friend back in high school. His mom worked in the California Highway Patrol, um, like a clerical position of some sorts, and she introduced us to um, the CHP Explorer program, kind of like an internship uh, for the Highway Patrol. So uh, we started that, we fell in love with it, and a couple years later, or about a year or two later, he went off to the Navy, um, and I stuck with it for five and a half, six years, uh, until I was 21 years old. Yeah, Wow. so I don't remember, if you do the math, when I started, I think it was about... 15 or 16, 15, 16 or something. Wow. I, I was I was in there for like the bulk of what the program was for, which was wow. really cool. So I learned a lot and I, and I fell in love with it. And um, I wanted to be, like I said, I wanted to be a cop. I wanted to be in law enforcement. Um, went as far as 21, like I said, when the program ended. And <laughs> they I, said, you got to go. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. Um, but what was really cool is when I had to leave here, then I could move on to take the test actually and apply at 21. Okay. Uh, so I applied. I took the physical test. I passed it. It looked a little bit different than I do now. But, Shut up. <laughs> Shut up um, I did that. I did the written test. I passed all that stuff. Um, as you know, being a cop, law enforcement, very extensive background yeah. check and everything like that. Um, so super extensive and, um, I ended up failing out of that part. So before you make any judgments, uh, <laughs> they, they chopped it up to, or they summed it up to lack of life experience. Uh, and, and, and they had a top three reasons. And literally one of the reasons was I admitted to cheating on tests in high school and a little bit in college and stuff. So it was very, uh, very suspicious, yeah. whatever. But, uh, yeah. looking back now, I can see it's all God. You know what I mean? So we can, yeah. we'll, we'll get into that a little yeah, bit dude. too, but. Everybody, dude, when I remember when I first got here and you were along the steps, the little the Tuesday morning prayer time that we now, that you were 
eventually a part of, <laughs> but before you're a part of it, that we'd have these checklists of prayer requests that we make sure we hit everyone that came through. And I remember seeing yours, you know, that you, that Brandon CHP, Brandon's doing this for the CHP, Brandon's doing this for the CHP. And I remember coming in the back, one of the side doors one time, um, when you had just recently found out that it wasn't going to work, you know, that you had just gotten the news that you were, le- that no, no go. Yeah. What was next, man? So what did it look like for you next? Well, I like this part of the story. Um, I got the call from my background investigator and she kind of explained it to me. Um, she was super cool and she's kind of advocating for me a little bit and we were on the phone for like an hour and a half and she could have just been on there for yeah. a minute or two mm. and told me I was you know, wow. done, but um, give me some advice and all that stuff. And it was rough. Um, I'm not a crier, so I don't think I cried, but uh, it was a rough, it was a rough week mm. is what it was. And I love this part of the story because literally a, one week later from like exactly when I got the call, I was in the same spot in my house, um, same time of day, exactly a week later, um, Barry called me and he said, hey dude, uh, we got this position opening up and I think you should apply for it. Wink, wink. <laughs> uh, so it was the, the facilities uh, coordinator position here at Impact. Um, and I, I applied for that and I'm here and I took out a lot of trashes and I cleaned a lot of toilets. But um, mm. that was about a year. And then, of course, kind of a natural progression, already serving in children's ministry and then kind of, you know, moving up a little bit. And, um, and now I'm here once they, once they took off. So. Wow. That's yeah. awesome. And, you know, I think from, from what I see you, I know you have such a way when it comes to kids. Mm-hmm. And so not that it would have been wasted in anything, because I think God uses wherever we go and however mm-hmm. he can use us in mm-hmm. any different place. But I almost see his hand so strong because of the giftings that you have. So mm-hmm. maybe what have you even learned through this? What are some of the giftings that maybe now you see more or you've been able to be used uh, or been able to like use more of since this whole experience started. Yeah, definitely. Um, as I was thinking through the story a little bit today, um, I think this question kind of goes both ways. Um, because even as a law enforcement officer back then, I kind of see myself um, as already working with kids and having an interest in doing that and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of saw myself going into like um, the public information sector or like working with the kid, you know the school schools you know and yeah. stuff like that um so that was kind of cool because of taking those giftings going that way but both and i think um it was interesting because I, like it, you're right he didn't waste that and, and he used that for good and i didn't see it at the time but i looking back now like all all the like five six years of integrity and hard work and dedication mm-hmm. all those things that like the chp just like drills into you um I don't think, like, th- those weren't things that God necessarily gave me, like, from birth or when, when I became a Christian, but I think those are things that I've learned over the over my journey and my adventure within and my walk um, to get to the point of where I'm now. And I, and I use those things. Obviously, mm-hmm. I hold integrity super high, and I try to be as hard a worker, you know, as I can and show yeah. that the families I'm, that I'm dedicated for them and stuff like that in there. And yeah. Try to do that. So it's, it's, crazy. It's, it's crazy to, um, like, when you get your mind around the fact that, yeah, so all of that's what could have feel like five and a half, six years of yeah. pointless or wasted yeah. time, yeah. like not at all. Like you, God was even using that to shape into the thing that he was going to do with you that might for you look initially like disappointment. Oh yeah. But also, I can say that easily now. Yeah, right. For right. many years, it, it, it felt like that. Like, oh, that was a waste of my time. I'm not doing, I got a, yeah. my associate's degree was in administration of justice too. Oh, that was a waste of money. That was a waste of time, you know, waste of schooling and stuff. But so I felt that for a long time, but. Looking back now, it's easier to see that for sure. Yeah. I think sometimes, too, I, I would just say this about you personally. 
Dustin and I started ministry young, and so we were usually always looked upon as like the young guys. So I feel like we weren't always taken seriously. I like to think that we're still young, but we're not. <laughs> uh, in my head, we are. But I, I would even say for you, I know that you are one of one of the younger leaders here, the youngest leader here. And I think of the verse Romans eight twenty eight that God works all things together for our good. And I, one, I've just been so proud to see how you've taken something that was big and you worked really hard for. I mean, when you're 15, 16, and you're working five and six years for something, that's mm-hmm. huge. Like, Maddie auditions for a play for two months, and she's like, that was the longest ever, you know? Yeah, right. So when you're doing something for that long, that's huge. And maybe what what would you tell maybe someone who's listening, or whether they're high school, 20s, 30s, 40s, maybe something isn't happening the way that they want it to, or it's not... The promotion isn't there or the job isn't working out well. What would you maybe encourage someone with that? Because I think you have a lot of wisdom in it. Um, I would just say, like, for sure, stick with it. And um, one thing that, like, the biggest thing I think that I've learned out of all this uh, is to put God first. Mm. Um, And, you know, coming out of high school and and in my early 20s and stuff like that, uh, I was in the church and stuff like that, but I wasn't nearly as committed or far along or mature on my walk. Mm -hmm. Um, And looking back now, I can see, like, and I was even joking with Dustin earlier. <laughs> it's a silly part of the story, but like every, you guys remember like the 11 11? Like, gotta make a wish if it's 11 yeah, 11 on the yeah. clock. Like, yeah. for five years straight, I would see 11 11 and I would pray to God, but it, my prayer was like, make me a CHP officer. Like, I wanna do this. <laughs> I wanna do this. This is what I want. Me, me, me. Um, and I've learned now that, you know, it can't, it can't be that way. So if there is, you know, if you thought you're getting a promotion or if you're, you know, thinking that you're doing this or things aren't going your way, uh, I would just say that make sure that. God has been with in it with you. Um, mm-hmm. Maybe put him in it with you if it's it's never too late to start, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, but that just helps me so much to to make sure that I'm doing that. And even here today, like um, I'm a pastor, and I forget this every once in a while, so I know that everybody else can do that mm-hmm. as well. Um, but like when I'm planning for camps and VBS and stuff like that, it's so easy for me to just dive right in and this is what I want to do. This is so fun. Yeah, I want to plan this. It's going to be great. And I literally will find myself stressed out with something or something's going wrong or not my way. And I'm just like, guys, like, can I help? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's just like, I have not, I'm like uh, two months into planning this thing. Yeah. I have not one single time prayed to God about it. Yeah. yeah. Dude, it's and it, so true. And it breaks my heart. And But when I do that and I just get like this immediate peace and I can, okay, take a deep breath, yeah. move forward, knowing that he's, he's not, he's never left me because I didn't pray about it, but he's with me on that. And yeah. it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's his plan, not my plan. Yeah. And I know God, God doesn't waste things. And here's what I love, and we've used this analogy before. Mm-hmm. Um, I know we've talked. I think I even did a message one time about God. That there's no Plan Bs with God, like mm-hmm. that He's that good. You know, He 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 can take whatever we give you. And even in the prayer we prayed together before we started this, like, you know, it hit me in my prayer. If God can create all this beauty that we see in the heavens and the earth and the seas and all that stuff out of nothingness. Well, we can trust him that he can take our nothingness or our messes and he can do something great with it. But so God, we know that God doesn't waste the fact that you didn't, you know, you didn't, at 11-11, you weren't saying, so Heavenly Father, I surrender my life to your will, whatever that may be. But but here's the thing, but he, he has a way of, even though you didn't do that, he used all those things, you know what I mean? And that's how good that he is. And so when you, for that person that's like feeling like yeah. this is not working out. This is not working out. Like you said, I love how you said it. It's never too late because that's been the whole theme of this thing. You can't start over, but yeah. right now we can go. Okay, God, I yeah. I, I think I've not invited you into this, and so I, I think I need to. 
invite you in this. And God's so good that he's going to write a plan that includes mm-hmm. what is going on right now. Like we, we've said at breakfast today, you know, like how many times have we ran here and here and then be like, God, will you bless this? Will you please bless this? And then in reality, God really, really wanted to take us where he's leading us, where he's already blessed. You know what I mean? So I think what you're learning now, which is going into a next year, you're, you're, you've learned that lesson because as you move forward in what you're doing in the next you're led with prayer, right? Because you're in the middle of some, some life changes, right? Or yeah. some life, at least some life well, and, journeys. Yeah, and real quick, I'll add to that about like the last point too. Like I'm learning that and I've learned that because of this whole situation. But I think for that person that is is in that situation right now and doesn't know that, like learn now. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. know what to do. Exactly. Because, yeah, like it was, it was a, it was a couple of years where I felt like, yeah. okay, well, I just wasted a lot of my life, yeah. you know? And But like, Looking back now, I, that's silly for me to say because I didn't. Not a single, God didn't waste a single yeah. second. Man, that's that that's true? a good lesson to, to, to learn now. Learn right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, moving on to the next chapter. I mean, I, I, I wrestled with like, you know, God, what's next? You know, am I supposed to be a chosen pastor at Impact for the rest of my life? I don't know if I can financially do that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I know you're a God of, of blessings and miracles, so you can do that. But um, really, like, what do you want me to do? Um, and I, I felt led to get my t- teaching credentials. So I'm going back to school right now mm-hmm. to get my teaching credentials. Uh, I still, it's maybe like a insecurity of my, I don't know, but I still haven't said like, I'm, I'm leaving impact to be a teacher or, you know, in mm-hmm. one year I'm going to be a teacher. You know, I haven't said that, but I, I know that it, I, from what I learned with the CHP stuff, I, I put that into play now. And I, 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 you even brought it up too. Like I, I talked to you and to Mike yeah, and Anthony, all these different people, like, Help me, like, make sure that God is with, making this choice with mm-hmm. me. Right? Like, I'm making this choice with God first because I don't want to make that same mistake again. Bro, you know I'll just mean? affirm that, man. Like, I remember because we're friends and apart from working together, I, I knew that you were thinking about making some changes. And, dude, every time we'd gather as a pastor's kind of crew in here in this room, like, dude, you you would just say, hey, pray for me. I feel like I'm getting some, some like... Mm-hmm. Senses, but I don't even want to really apply unless I have peace about it. I don't really want to move forward and take yeah. these classes unless I have peace about it. And honestly, dude, like, what a lesson that you learned because it's, you know, it's, I don't, I want to just ask God before I get into it versus have to go through all of this stuff. <laughs> again, looking at the camera and saying, I'm not going to do that again. You know, I learned my own lesson, right? Yeah, yeah. And I could just affirm you and say, bro, like, you have led with such, like, obedience. I mean, you've been so surrendered to God in this process that. It's just, it's exciting now. So when you say, I don't know what's going to, my life's going to have when it comes to impact and stuff. The cool thing is when we're obedient, no one's stressed. It's like, yeah. And that's the crazy thing too. Like I'm not that old, you know, and I'm looking back at these things that like in my recent life and how I've seen things like that. But I I really am not like stressed out about about one single time. Mm -hmm. If I get my teaching credentials and this, this, this degree with it and stuff like that. And I, I don't go in the classroom ever again in my life. Like I'm cool with that. Like yeah. whatever, because mm-hmm. it, it's going to be God's decision. It's going to be like yeah. made with him. There's so. peace that comes with it. It is like tremendous peace. So that's why I said like, learn it now. <laughs> yeah, no, right. I think learning that in your twenties, yeah. that in of itself is going to be mm. such a valuable gift to you for your entire life. We, the first time I think we had ever heard God doesn't have plan B's just different, you know, he just new plan A's. maneuvers our plan A. Yeah. Um, yeah. Pastor Libby was a a, um, a pastor of, of mine and, and of yours, but of yeah. I worked very closely with her when we were in Ohio. And I remember when she told me that, and I was like, I, I don't think that's right. Uh, <laughs> you know, yeah, like, right. And she was like, <laughs> I like my planet. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, and she, but she but she just said she was like, dear one, 
sometimes I think God just changes the nuances of our plan A so we can learn more. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's what you've really done. Like you've taken all the experiences yeah. and the time and the work and the sweat and the, yeah. maybe not tears, but everything else <laughs> into it. Years. Yeah. <laughs> but you really just, I mean, at, 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 at your age and with what you do, mm-hmm. you, uh, you have such wisdom in that. Mm-hmm. And I think learning that at your age, man, I can't wait to see what you're going to be mm-hmm. a year from now, two years from now, five years from now mm-hmm. and where you're going to be. It makes, it makes my heart excited for you. Appreciate that. Yeah. Well, and I just, hope it even sticks Further than that, too, fifty years from now, or yeah. look back and and even still know that's true. That it this will. is God's plan A the whole time. So. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, what you just said is, is perfect, ties perfectly into just what I thought as Jess was saying. She referenced Romans eight twenty eight, you know, and what I think is the beauty of Romans eight twenty eight is you said. I hope I still continue to look back. And Romans eight twenty eight, you know, the verse I might butcher it, but the essence of it is uh, for all th- for we know all things work together. For the good of those who love God and are called according to His purpose, it's, give or take. You, you, that's a few different translations <laughs> melded together. Okay, right on. Yeah. Right on, right on. <laughs> the Dustin Burke version is just hanging there, duty to work out. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. But but we so that's this idea that we know all things work together for good, and and I think I know I've said from stage I, I know a strong sentiment of mine. In fact, Jess and I had the conversation earlier um, this week. People use the scripture sometimes to just like point out you're wrong or you have no faith or you here why don't you have peace the bible says you can have peace that passes understanding and the romans 8 28 verse has been like something bad happens and it's like it's it'll work out for good and that it's not necessarily fair in that moment because it's like well this doesn't feel very good but what you are modeling to us is i think that verse is more so about hanging there hold on like it will. It might not make sense now. It might not make sense for a year or five years. But you, as as you move down the line, those five and a half years that you thought were wasted for a couple of years, God was is still doing something. And I think Romans eight twenty eight is about your your twenty six right twenty seven. It's about you said. I hope fifty years from now. Still, it's it's about looking back. The longer we walk with God, the more we look back and we're like, wow, that didn't make sense, but He was in that. Mm-hmm. And then the next thing comes up, and it's a tragedy, right? And then you're like wow, God was in that. You know, so it's it's about hanging in there and knowing that he's still doing something right now, even though it feels kind of crazy. Doesn't that say something about our God too, that like, even though for those five years, I was trying to do like my thing and not include him, but he is still there and he was still doing that and stuff. It's that song we sing. There's no, there's no mountain you, won't, you can climb up, no valley, no sh- no lie. He won't lie, lie to turn the light on. It's like, mm-hmm. he just chases down, man. And then like, you know, you, it's like you said when you're planning a, planning a camp or trying to go through the explorer program. God's like, I'm coming, I'm coming after you. I'm, I'm not giving up. I'm coming after you until you until you tag me in. Teach you things. <laughs> yeah, right. That you're oh, going to yeah. use. Well, you know, before we close, um, I think we'd love for you to just pray for yeah. whoever's out there. I think you know, even as we we have teenagers, and I know they're trying to plan stuff now mm. as much as they can, and. I know in your 20s, you're still trying to plan stuff, but let's be honest, in our 30s and 40s and 50s, yeah. this last year made many of us try to replan and <laughs> restart and rethink yeah. how our lives were going to go. So maybe just take a minute to pray for everyone who's listening that no matter what your thought was going to happen, maybe it didn't, but that God's there and he's in control. And if we just truly invite him in, it'll make the whole experience that much better. Sweet. Let's pray. God, thank you so much just for this time that we can uh, gather together and put you as a focus. Man. I mean, it's it's funny that I'm sitting here like being interviewed almost, but you're the focus of this conversation, mm. God. And you're the focus of 
of my story, God, where, where, where I came from, where I've been, and where I'm going, God. So thank you so much for that truth. Uh, just like Jess said, I want to pray for the people who are listening right now where maybe their CHP mo- five and a half years is a job thing or a school thing or a relationship thing or whatever kind of death, any of the, anything that's going on right now, God, that you can just fill their hearts with peace, fill their minds with peace right now, God, so that they can just uh, fill you and know that you're with them right now, that they may just uh, go on and, and trust that you're going to use this for all things for good, God, and, and, and they, they can look back in 50 years or however many years, God, and see that you were with them every single step of the way and you never left me, God. So, love you so much, and, and, and thank you so much for, for all these good things, God. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. 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 Thanks for joining us this week on Life with Impact. Be sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Life with Impact. And to watch the full virtual service, make sure to check us out on YouTube at Impact CC. Have a great week.